0: He's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellotta and bellotta
1: Hi, friends, welcome to another episode of Bolotified, the one and only podcast about events, entertainment, and engagement. I'm Anthony Bolotta. I'm here as I am every week with the one and only Alex Apostolides. Hi, Alex.
0: Hello, my friend. How
1: are you? I'm just fine. I am delicious. I'm in Chicago today.
0: Chicago. I love Chicago. Mm -hmm. Love Chicago.
1: It's a great town. Yes. We are doing our SDSU series today, Woo-hoo! and we have with us Rachel Weissman and Danielle Romero, my two cohort and like besties right now.
2: Hey, Anthony. How are you? Good. Hi, Anthony.
1: Hi. So, are you tired like me?
2: Uh, yeah, sir. What's the word for overtired? <laughs> I've run out of yeah of, of words for that. Whatever that is, that's what I am.
1: Yeah. 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 Do you, uh, do you do your homework on the weekends?
2: I do. And you, I, yeah, <laughs> I know Every. Weekend. the, the, per, the people that work ahead. I am just in awe of that. I, I don't understand how they make that work. And I'm eternally grateful because it's always beneficial to me on the weekend, but I, I, yeah, it's so I'm a weekender. Yeah. So
1: do you find that the, the present class, um, you you want to do it all in one chunk because there's a test
3: I absolutely
1: yes i have to tell you those are I'm the- not
3: sure do you guys have it where you have something due on thursday as well like ours is not all due um, on the htm side we have something due thursday and then sunday so i actually have to do things during the week some things
1: with shimo with are you in data driven? no
3: no i'm with rich fox we're in data driven but we have different uh, professors yeah
1: so sh- so shimo makes us um do the uh the participatory uh, the discussion
2: board, discussion board yeah.
1: venue, um, by friday and yes. then we have to comment over the weekend on at least two others but everyone else let us do it you know everything up until sunday right uh, which it
2: was just to note it was wednesday originally and charlene you know being being a negotiator got us out of that wednesday and pushed it to friday
1: (laughs) yes it was that's true it was wednesday i missed that i i I totally bombed that first wednesday Uh, yeah i didn't get it
3: yeah we're thursday sunday but wow
1: well, let me start with Danielle. Tell us what you do and why you are in the SDSU MEM program.
2: Sure. Um, so yeah, again, Danielle Romero. Um I work for Keurig Dr. Pepper and I'm a manager on our corporate events team. Hello. So I so I yeah, I see uh I oversee um all of the events. So we have uh you know corporate meetings, so our national sales meeting um, you know, VP plus and above those types of things, um, national sponsorships. So Dr. Pepper is obviously a national sponsor of college football. So if you've ever seen the halftime throw, you see people throwing a ball into a large can at halftime. That's, that's what we bring people for, Mm. um, that with the national championship game, um, we do Academy of country music awards and then, um, excuse me, a few incentive trips, which I actually just returned from yesterday. So, oh,
1: poor you, poor you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, great. It's great that it's that it's bouncing back. I was, you know, counting down the days of when I would be complaining about being tired again. Um, but really, the reason I guess I joined, um, I really wanted to expand my leadership. I, I knew that was a personal gap for me was just managing people and, um, you know, the difference between being an associate working your way up to manager and no longer being in the weeds, which is very hard for me. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I took the leap and I'm very happy that I did.
1: I'm glad that's great. So what have you learned? Like, what is one, one takeaway, like immediately right off the bat, the biggest. Thing? Oh.
2: oh gosh. You're asking me for, yeah. For my brain to function. Um,
1: <laughs> be happy.
2: I know I, you got this. I know. <laughs> trying to say, um, I think the most of it was like, I, I was, I already encompassed a lot of leadership qualities. You know, I think it's like the difference when you're an associate and you're working for someone and you think that you have to operate the way that they do or that type of thing. And then it was like, no, I can just do exactly what I'm doing. You know, what I'm doing is not wrong. I don't have to be um, you know, direct or the way that my manager did this, like, it doesn't have to be the way that you're, you're seeing it. Um, and I think that was like a big
1: takeaway for me. So you could be yourself in the role of a leader,
2: right? Like, I think I was always questioning myself because I wasn't, you know, I just, I operate a little bit differently. Maybe I'm not so direct or, um, you know, upfront, I kind of think, you know, you can kill more flies with honey. And so, (laughs) I kind of take that approach. Um, and I think a lot of managers I worked for were a little bit opposite. You know, they were more aggressive. And so I kind of thought, okay, well, to be taken seriously, you know, right. I think it was, that was it was that mindset. And it's like, no, no, like, no, I can keep, I can, still can be who I am and do that way. I can still, you know, demand respect. I don't have to be, but I don't have to, you know, tuck down to people or be aggressive to do it. Right. That's
0: Huge to um, be able to find that self trust and self value in your authentic self. That's a huge takeaway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. I, and I think that's like, I think one of the biggest things I've learned through all of it is not, me personally, I don't think anything that I'm doing isn't in the realm of something I've done before. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, I've done data driven decisions training, given I'm not doing a full eight week course um but i guess it's just uh maybe and maybe it's like where i'm at in life or being later in life and going back to school you just see things a little bit differently i think
1: so what about you rachel What's
3: rachel happened? weissman um i'm actually from suburbs of chicago so um oh. go say hello to my parents for me please <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, like, yes okay. and now i'm in sandy sunny san diego um and I am on the HTM side of the program, so more focused on hospitality. Um, Before San Diego, I was living in Tel Aviv, Israel for six and a half years, working in hospitality and marketing, so when I moved to San Diego, um, I didn't really know which direction to go. I knew my skill set and my experience could be of value to multiple different industries or companies, but you know, when you get to a new place, you got to kind of start fresh, right. rebrand yourself right. if you will. Um so my sister's always about, you know, furthering your education, uh proposed this program, got in and so I think the main reason similar to um Danielle in addition to just enhancing my leadership skills and being more confident with those is networking uh within San Diego. Um regardless that my job right now is Fully remote, but um,
4: <laughs> was in
3: hopes to, yeah, kind of you know, familiarize myself with the new city that I'm in. Um, and as I said, to rebrand myself, which was very challenging, but um, what I'm getting out of this course is yeah, leadership. You know, they said it from the start that it's a very prominent theme and they've stuck by it. Um, my favorite course, I loved the marketing, but the leadership one taught by Jeff Campbell who I have endless things, good things to say about that man. Um, Like Danielle, I think that I've become more confident. You know, I knew, actually, I wasn't sure if I knew what a good leader was. I think after taking that course, I kind of realized what a bad leader was. And I unfortunately learned a lot from those, you know, I'd be sitting in my organization being like, that's not what we just read about why are they doing that (laughs) and it was kind of you know frustrating but it was also empowering I felt just to kind of sit there swallow my words and emotions and you know realize okay you know I'm growing as a professional and you know personally as well um so you know as difficult as this data-driven decision making courses I am not one with numbers um That leadership, you know, I'm kind of carrying that into each course that we've, uh, that we're partaking in right now.
1: How so? And you never did tell us about that new job, but how so?
3: Oh, I apologize. Um, I think more on just not even work-wise, just every day, you know, when I meet new people or if I'm out or whatever the situation is, um, being comfortable with myself really engaging with people, asking questions. I'm a very curious person. always thought that was kind of like a burden or an annoyance. I've learned to embrace that completely because I'm a a creative storyteller. Excuse me. So, you know, that's just part of who I am. And so I think that, you know, with this data driven, you know, I'm happy to tell my group that I'm not too comfortable doing X, Y, and Z. However, I'm more confident doing this. Um, whereas before, I maybe would have struggled to make sure that I did it and waste time figuring it out.
1: So, so Danielle, that's something different in their um, data-driven decisions on the hospitality and tourism management side. They're working in groups, and we okay. are doing our business case independently. Solo. Solo, yeah.
3: Yeah, not everything is oh. groups, but <clears throat> this business case, yeah, it's like in Sections
4: so, um. yeah, with the slide doc
1: that now has to be built this week because we have to turn them in at the beginning of next week so that we can, you know, have them now. In our case, we're going to have them uh reviewed by other classmates. Is that happening on the HTM side?
3: Um. I don't believe so, but now you're making me nervous. I thought this was not about specifically the data-driven course. <laughs> I didn't do this week's homework. Well, you yet.
1: can go. <laughs> I have <laughs> not either. Just make a little note for yourself. So just we'll we'll, we'll we digressed a bit. Tell us where you're working.
3: I am working at a company called Brilliant Marketing. Um, they are a very small marketing agency, and their whole approach is conscious marketing doing everything with intention, um, not posting things just to poach, you know, really getting to understand your customer, your client, and creating that story that allows them to grow, that allows them to be their unique self. Uh, I love it. It's me of five other ladies. Um, one's in Hawaii, one's in Seattle, one's in Alaska. We're all over the grid here. Um, yeah. And so I do content creation. So creating um, social media posts, blog posts, um, as well as creative strategy.
1: So you must have really had an easy time in the marketing course. Did you? Well, ace-
3: I, I enjoyed it very
2: much.
1: Yes. Yeah. Did you enjoy the marketing uh, course, Danielle?
2: I did. I actually really that's that has actually been my favorite so far. Yeah. Um, and I, act, I challenged myself. I did not go with an event on purpose. Um, I went with the brand. Uh, so within Dr. Pepper, I sit on the marketing team, but obviously what I do is definitely not brand marketing. Um, mm-hmm. So I work cross-functionally very closely. I think I understand it, but doing it was a challenge and it's something that I kind of wanted to do personally. And I, I loved it. What did you
1: love most about it? Just getting closer to um, the the grit of how to put it together, learning about the marketing history. What was it? Yeah,
2: I think it was more of the, like the investigating the consumer mindset Mm. for me is what I really enjoyed. Um, I picked a brand that I had a personal affinity for. And so it was fun. Like it was, it was enjoyable for me every week. And then um, I guess I just kind of had more of a personal stake in it. You know, it wasn't just looking up research or data, which I kind of feel a little bit is how this course is going right now. Uh, a little bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just something different and new. I think that's why I really enjoyed it.
1: So do both of you, uh, the way that I feel about data-driven decisions, although it, it's sort of a little mind boggling, like sometimes I feel like I get the concept and then sometimes I feel like, what? But don't don't you feel like, it really is an asset to know how to do that. It's to be able to um, put your ideas into data or your suggestions, if you will, and get the data behind what you're saying to prove your point. Um, That's, that's kind of empowering, isn't it?
3: Yeah. I mean, I definitely understand the value a hundred percent, you know, especially, you know, working in marketing, we're looking at Google Analytics, who, the traffic going to the site. I am just so terrible with numbers and it becomes overwhelming. And I'm like, percentage, you know, and it's just, I think I'm scaring myself kind of, so yeah. I'm trying to overcome that. Um, the building of it is okay. It's more just kind of reading it. I feel like my eyes are, you know, um, going all over. I totally get the importance of it. And ensuring that you know organizations utilize that is key and I think it often gets forgotten you know in marketing I'm like okay how many people looked at that post well x y and z I'm like well if it didn't do well then maybe you know we should change our approach and so just comparing you know years fiscal years and all that fun stuff but I think I just get um myself you know I see numbers and I'm like okay now what
1: but maybe, yeah. maybe- Maybe if you turn the way that you think about it and you thought more about, okay, we're going to put this post out, how can we track it? And we're going to do this and how can we, and maybe if you get ahead of it, because it sounds to me like you already get, you know, you you said you already get the principle. Maybe it's just about thinking about it in another way, getting the numbers out of it.
3: Yeah, I guess it's because I've always worked with either like a third party or somebody that does the analytics. Right. So I'm at, you know, I'm understanding why we need that information, but now I'm, we're the creators, you know, of these dashboards and I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, <laughs> so many numbers and years, but, um,
1: so Danielle, yeah. have you it's ever, have you ever accidentally put a pivot table in an Excel <laughs> document and like said, <laughs> WPF, I don't even know what this is before this week. Oh my, oh my
2: gosh. I, so yeah, I'm very sad. So actually we had a girl on our team who was the pivot table queen. So we got very used to having her, you know, kind of do everything for us. And she left two weeks ago. So it was probably Uh perfect timing that our last, (laughs) our last assignment required me to do that. Um, and funny enough, I've ran a few pivot tables since last week on my own, and it actually is quite helpful. <laughs> okay, You're the no. new pivot table queen.
4: Yes. For
3: the
2: non the
0: non student here of your program, explain to me what a pivot table is, please.
2: Yeah, a pivot table essentially is a quicker way to obtain a summary of data. So if you, um, you know, get a request or you know, so for instance, I'll give you the example of what I had to pull this week. We are ordering wearables for our upcoming national sales meeting. And I needed to pull historic data of kind of how we've ordered sizes in the past and how many. And I had an Excel spreadsheet that had all of the sizes. And instead of having to, you know, manually count through it, I could insert a pivot table that would automatically calculate every, the amount of every single size, which, you know, does it in half the time. So
4: it is great.
2: I mean, and yeah, a quarter, (laughs) a third. <laughs> Good job. Half yeah. the time. No,
4: yes. no I feel we like- don't
2: we don't work in pivot tables very often. I'm very used to working, you know, with data and um, pulling data, you know, to influence for sure. But I think the most difficult part of this class is that it's one consistent way of pulling data, right? Like we're all required to use Excel, which is not the case. In every in, in every industry, every, in right. real life, right. exactly. That's, so it kind of forces you to, yeah, you have to like go outside the box a little.
1: So we did learn a little bit about another program called tab- Tableau.
3: I was just going to say, are you guys not? That's all we use. So we don't no, do pivot tables or Excel. We're using Tabula.
1: Oh, how fabulous! No, we we <laughs> just got a we just got a quick, you know, a, a, a lecture about it, and and that was. Uh, that was mind boggling, that lecture about Tableau, because sure, he showed us where everything was, but out of context, like, you know, it was completely out of it was really hard for me to follow that.
3: That's yeah. what I oh, I didn't realize you guys weren't doing that. That's where yeah. my that's what I was explaining before. We're in this back office program and I'm like, oh, drag it. What is, you know, yeah. you have to put this on the X axis and Y. Oh, I didn't realize Yeah, yeah my pivot table enlightened me.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: gosh. So, but I I feel like an idiot because I didn't, I didn't know half the things you could do with Excel. And now I'm really kind of excited about using Excel. I mean, you know, the fact that we had to write a little formula in one of our classes, that was so exciting for me because I thought
2: I wish we did that. I would love to learn more about Excel. Um, yeah. Just a little FYI, if any of you, you know, are on TikTok or have a TikTok, I have one. I obviously like to scroll through it. I don't post anything, but this obviously shows my <laughs> my age and interest is that there are TikTok accounts of showing Excel, like are different tri- tips and tricks and how Hacks. to use Excel. It's amazing. Wow. I save so many all the time.
1: It's I've better than those. YouTube because it's quick and fun.
2: Exactly. And it's and it's relevant, right? It's like, oh, I've had to do that so many times. I had no idea that you could do that in Excel. I'm saving that for next time. And I've actually sent that to somebody else within the company (laughs) and it saved them a ton of time.
1: It's really, I think, Alex, I might, I haven't been talking Uh about this, but I might change our contract to an Excel format because I think that could really change (laughs) our. Our, you know, it could change the paradigm for us. Cause then it just takes in all of that info and, you know, then you can categorize it. And so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> We've been using the same word document contract since I was born. So it's time to like-
3: <laughs> so our data driven decision-making courses are different. Sounds so- like it. Yeah.
1: So, um, do you have to do a business case? With your, we, with your folks,
3: we do. We do. We got a business case. There's three per group, and each week we have to, based off of what those lectures were, you know, apply that to the business case. Don't get into specifics. My brain is all twisted right now.
1: we <laughs> were. We knew that about you at the very. Start. Oh
3: yeah, probably.
1: Not now. Now.
3: <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Please don't get into the nitty gritty.
1: No, but you were given cases, three cases. So he handed that was out.
3: my question. Um, you know, that's a great question because it was on a presentation. I believe we all have the same one. Oh. Burgers. It has to do with burgers
1: Of oh, oh, restaurants restaurants. That's 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 interesting. So we got to pick ours. What did you guys pick? What did you pick, Danielle?
2: Or is well, it a secret? it's well, no, it's not a secret. Um, it's well, actually a it like. It's a little more complicated, I feel like, than just picking. I that was the hardest part of mine was um mine actually involved. What I thought I re- originally was doing, Shimo helped me see, oh, I think you're you have this, but what you're really getting at is this. Um, so mine is around our current team structure. We had a sourcing manager on the team that was responsible for all of the sourcing, contracting, and negotiations. And she retired. So um, my business case is determining what to do with that role is do we keep it the same? Do we eliminate it and move to a third party? Um, Or do we spread that knowledge out across all of the managers? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, yesterday, actually this week, the decision matrix, I actually put it in my comments to Shimo. I thought I did not think I was going to get anything out of that matrix. I thought it was a little silly, (laughs) to be honest. And it completely changed my recommendation wow which was said that that's that's the awesome. point right yes yeah so it was really interesting
1: that is wow so um I, it's also interesting that everything that you purchased in your department was your department right was through a purchasing manager or was uh, it company-wide
2: well so well so this was specifically um you know, location sourcing. So for right. any of our events, uh, co- negotiating the contract, um, you know, managing the RFP and RFI for our team, but also she was starting to receive requests from within the company, which has led us to now we're investigating and doing an SMM program. Uh, cause there was never, there's also not one consistent way that the company has been handling that. So, um, yeah, it was interesting cause that. I didn't really think about it in in too much depth until I kind of got into this and she helped me see kind of what my business case was and I actually have a call tomorrow. um, With another person within our team talking about this just to kind of investigate on bringing them into what i'm doing.
1: And are you going to. um, interview some of the people in your department for some qualitative data.
2: Yes. Yeah. I've already started pulling information. Yeah. <laughs> I have.
3: He's keeping tabs.
1: Did you know what qualitative <laughs> and quantitative data was before this class? Did you? You knew?
2: Yes. I did. Yeah. Do yes. you know what
1: it is, Alex? Qualitative versus quantitative?
0: I think I have an idea, but explain <laughs> it to me because I'm probably wrong.
1: Does anybody else want to explain it? I, t-
2: I took it's the all first you. one. I'll let you take it. Yeah. It's all
3: you.
1: So quantitative is, um, it's data, it's mm-hmm. basically numbers, it's anything that mm-hmm. you can sort of call down to um, a number and you and you get them through a variety of ways, surveys, uh, but it's those kinds of questions that give you numerical options and then those things are scaled down and, and used. And qualitative data is, I look at it as being, um, more opinion, more experience related. It's usually written data. Um, and it's uh, done through surveys and interviews. Uh, and that's the difference. Okay. That's- Anything to add to that? Nice. Yeah. You're so much smarter than me. Yeah, like
3: quantity versus quality, kind of, if you kind of look at it. If that, I don't even know if that helps. I basically just repeated the words, but. how
4: you measure a quantity tangible
0: something tangible like an actual number Mm -hmm. an actual percentage versus something perceptive
1: right exactly perfect like a rating a a rating is something you know
3: that was really good actually it was very good (laughs) that was pretty much textbook textbook right from the textbook
1: so i am sorry that you're not i'm sorry that you're not getting shimo as a teacher Rachel. Me
3: too. Well, no, I, sh- I
2: shouldn't say me too.
1: But you're um, happy with your teacher. Yes. Your teacher. <laughs> your teacher. Um, I never
2: know what to call them. I to professor. Find yourself. I change it all the time. No, I say know. my instructor, my teacher, my professor.
1: I think yeah. they're more instructors, faculty.
2: Oh, I've been going with professor.
1: So professor would <laughs> mean they have a doctorate, and nobody has a doctorate. In, in so that.
3: Candy's not a professor.
1: No.
4: <laughs>
3: what would you call how do you or Terry? You know, so, I have a call with my
1: So Terry's really our like mentor, really. She's like oh. our our leader. mentor coach. Mentor coach. There a you Mentor
3: go. coach, <laughs> there it is.
1: And then I would call um uh Annette Greg hmm. and uh um I can't remember the gal's name who did marketing.
2: Oh, um is it is it Amanda? No, it's not Amanda. It's just oh. an A. I can't I feel bad now. Oh my goodness. Me too. I really liked her as well. I she, did too. She was oh in boy, right. She's gonna kill us because she did the she did all of it. I'm no. sorry.
1: She was great too. Oh gosh! Now we're all see see this is this is what happens and they're only pause good.
3: the podcast. you got to get. Her I home. know.
2: I'm <laughs> looking in Canva. Okay.
1: Good. <laughs> as soon as, as you goes, say it, it it's looking.
2: gonna
1: be. It's gonna be like oh yeah yeah yeah, Mandy.
2: Mandy. Mandy. I was close. Mandy. Yeah. We're she close. Close.
1: Close. Yeah. she, she was awesome. Yeah. I knew
2: it was a man Manda something. Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: She was great. I will say that I felt like some of the examples were way big, like they they would work for you, Danielle, because you work for, for Dr. Pepper. It's a big brand, mm-hmm. but it was hard for me to conceptualize a lot of those things for like my business, which is so tiny, you know? Um, yeah.
3: Well, she also wasn't supposed to be for both of
1: ours oh so she did yours too yeah no well, I. Think
3: you guys I believe did. you guys were supposed to have Vince
1: right you but he to hasn't
3: called right so I'm curious if his um lectures would have been you know the content would have been different maybe I don't know smaller mm-hmm. no
2: I think it was the same I think it was oh. pre-recorded
1: I think it was all written too It felt to me mm-hmm. like we were reading um
2: true okay I will,
1: I will say that um She's got a little bit of a peppier voice, so it made the lectures a little bit easier. He's got more of a, you know, a gentle kind of tone. <laughs> yes, like he's he's putting me to sleep. Like I had to like keep my eyes open. Um, so I was kind of glad it was Mandy. Just between us, don't tell anyone. I said
0: <laughs> he needs to lead the <laughs> meditation portion.
1: Totally.
3: Yeah. yeah, he does have a very relaxing. Like, and you engage, you're like, whoa.
1: It's just not good when you're like 20 minutes in and you're like, "Uh, okay.
3: Who did you guys have for leadership?
1: We had a net Greg. Okay, so So no
2: Jeff Campbell.
1: No, we didn't. We didn't have Jeff. No,
2: and that was that we had group projects for within leadership.
1: Yeah, we had a group project for that, and I wanted to pull my hair out. I'll be really.
3: We did too. I'm pretty sure. Uh,
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm not good at, I don't work well with group projects anymore.
1: You don't play well in the sand.
2: I, I do. And I it's think impossible. it's just, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to be in that mindset and then be in the opposite mindset in your professional life during the day. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of hard to go back and forth.
3: Do you guys for the group projects meet like for this one, for data driven, we haven't met like once as a group. Oh. kind of just like, Hey, here's the leader you do that you do that I and so. i actually suggested can we meet just once so that we ensure we're all on the same page
1: i think i think you should push that oh
3: totally Agreed. because i'm lost i i feel a bit lost because yeah. he, it's hard to connect things you know when everybody's doing different assignments and then just turned in so
1: i kind of i kind of got a little uh like one of those uh, when i suggested in the marketing in the in the leadership one that we um we have a weekly call, but it did help us to, you know, put something together. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. so we-, we met
2: all that. We met all the time. Every multiple. Day. <laughs> yeah, we met. We had multiple calls. I mean, we had set. Uh, I knew we had one at least once a week. And once we got closer, we were meeting maybe twice a week wow. just to make sure that we were following up with each other.
1: I, that's great. I, I that is really great. I
2: guess that is a group
3: project.
1: Right.
0: Right now, I feel like support each other too.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. each other exactly, and you know, you don't you feel a little lost, Rachel. So you don't have anybody around you helping you, and that's that's
3: yeah. And I and I did bring that up to the group, just saying, you know, I want to be sure that I'm utilizing my skills in the right place, you know, and make sure that everybody it's being divvied up um, accordingly and appropriately. Um, You know, we still love each other, but I think that the word group is kind of being missed in this whole
4: thing.
1: And That's, also what you can't possibly do that work in a silo if you're depending on information from other people. There's no way that you exactly. can Exactly.
3: Everything trickles down, you know, domino yeah. effect. And so if one person is doing one in three, yeah, it's it's a bis, a,
2: a bit discombobulated.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But, uh,
2: That's exactly why we did that is to yeah. always make sure. That that it was I feel like that was like the key word and then also it ended up working very well for us because we had someone um leave the program i think we were we were down oh, we were that we
4: were, when that we were, happened
2: yes it was oh, further down um and we so then you know it was critical at that point which i was so glad that we had already been meeting because it was a quick just to get together okay sure. who's who's taking over this this and this okay we're 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 still on the same page. Let's let's do this.
1: (laughs) It also helps because I I don't know about you, but it's not like you know we're in school full time, right? We have jobs, right? So you choose to do your homework and your assignments as it works with your schedule. And now you have to sort of negotiate that with other people who live in other time zones. Mm
4: -hmm. Exactly.
1: Um, what was the issue? So, Danielle, it sounds like your group got along really well. Were there any issues working together?
2: No, I mean, nothing that wasn't normal. You know, I think, it, like I said, everyone. A big learning experience for me was just seeing the differences in the types of companies that everyone works for. Right. Like, um, obviously, like you've said, I work for a very corporate company. Um, So a lot of things that we're doing, I'm very used to, which others maybe are not. And I think that was the biggest hurdle was just, um, we were just kind of like on different levels when it came to certain things. But I feel like we were very honest and transparent with each other about those things like what we felt like maybe we had shortcomings on so that we were able to kind of step in and be like, Oh, well, you know, I actually feel really strong in this. I'm more than happy to take it. If you want me to. And that, that ultimately is what saved us.
4: Right.
1: Yeah. We were definitely imbalanced as well on our team. And, uh, I did feel a bit like the, the way that we were put together was wrong because all, all the way that we were teamed up was alphabetically. Oh, I think there should have been a little bit more mindfulness, thoughtfulness to how they put us together. Not that, Mm -hmm. you know, the senior people should be with the senior people and the junior people. There should be still a mix so people can learn from one another, but um, yeah, it felt a little nilly, you know, in that. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I think that's that's probably why we had our feedback, right? I mean, they could have totally based it on, on our feedback and our triggers.
1: Right. I was actually, that
0: was going to be my question. It was, do you think perhaps that was the reason why is to, okay, this is a trigger for you. Here's how you, here's an an opportunity to learn how to deal with it.
1: Well, I had three triggers on my team. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
3: Mine is interesting because it's similar to that, but I feel like the difference of experience, my group, um, I believe they're like first year out of university. And so it's interesting to see in work, you know, where I've had X amount, um, you know, just more hands-on experience and stuff. And so I'm like, no, 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 we'll get there, you know? So it's, but I'm not the leader of the group. And so that's also interesting for me. It's, I've been the one to kind of initiate, hey, let's have a group. Hey, what time does everybody meet? Um, Because of You know, it's just that's the role that I just, it has somebody has to do it, you know, and so, um, you know, not only skill, but just experience of like why or how things should be done. The mentality and thought process is definitely different from all of us. Um, And yeah, scheduling, you know, some people work from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. So it's like, uh oh, how do we do that? So, um, but our group, I believe that Rich said he, based it off of mandy's uh suggestions from the marketing group but i'm i was like trying to put those pieces together i'm like ah this is interesting i don't know how how that worked out
1: you were grouped in marketing as well
3: no like rich said he just formed the group mandy must have given him feedback from the marketing course Uh but i can't figure it out. But,
2: um. but I think it's funny too, though, just something that I picked up when you were talking is I feel like in that moment, you kind of showed your growth because in the beginning you were talking about, you know, the reason why you wanted to attend this program. And one of it was confidence. And now you're the one that's kind of taking the lead, right? Stepping in where you said in the past, maybe not so much, and maybe the those layers of maybe having some newer people is allowing you to kind of step into that role a bit more and feel more comfortable
4: yeah Yeah,
3: I I think you're right otherwise you know I if it was maybe five years ago I may have just waited and hoped for the best and you know now it's like okay time's ticking but (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah trust yourself to say something and get those calls going I found in my own in my own life that when I don't act on on even instinct you know then i want to kick myself later so um your instinct is telling you we need to get together and you know yeah
0: yeah it's huge we don't give it enough credit and it's incredibly important
1: i still remember i had this opportunity probably 20 years ago now i don't even know if you know who kirstie alley is but she had this of
4: course course.
1: She had this show. Great. She had this show called Fat Actress. It was like she was going to lose weight in this in this um, uh, reality <laughs> TV show. And I was hired to write a parody song for her. And no way. It no, man. That's
4: we, funny. Oh, yeah.
1: We staged it. It was great. We got to the party and the guy who hired me was afraid to suddenly put it on, to let us go on. And I didn't say, oh no, we are doing this number. Aww. We need to do this. And I, I'm still kicking myself for not having let, you know let that happen.
0: Okay, I gotta ask a question though. I know it's a little unrelated, but did Kirsty did she know no. that this was happening? So it was gonna be a surprise element and then, but. He, oh, okay. Oh, do you man.
2: still remember the song to this day
1: yeah, yeah it was it was a uh, woman w-o-m-e-n but i changed all the lyrics um for you know big women um and uh i had three singers three big uh well Rio was one of them they weren't like huge women but um, big women who um could sing like wow like big voices um and the stage
4: is
3: yours this is your opportunity right now let's hear it
1: oh no it's I. <laughs> well first of all i'm not woman but i if i was i would yeah i am inside but nobody i would am bother.
0: surprised i've known you all these years and i did didn't not know, know that part? no i because i love her yeah
2: that's amazing but no, you also story. i also believe that everything happens for a reason you know so that you kind of have to take solace in that too
1: right maybe in the end it was the best thing and i just don't know it right exactly that's possible too you said something danielle um i just you said something dr pepper you work for something dr pepper what what's that first keurig oh as in the coffee yes I know. Yeah. So, so we
2: merged,
4: <laughs> oh. we merged
2: about three years ago. So it's still, yeah, relatively new. So I think a lot of people are like, wait, like as the coffee? Yes. As in the coffee.
1: And it's a merger, not an acquisition. Correct. So, and you kept your job with Dr. Pepper.
2: I did. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's, it's actually, they've kept it relatively separate um, just because Keurig filled a white space for us in the, ter- in the sense of like hot beverages, right. You know, Dr. Pepper, it was Dr. Pepper's Snapple right. previously. We mm-hmm. have you know over 50 different flavors and brands. Um, but Keurig was yeah filling a white space for us. So their headquarters is in Burlington, um, and our headquarters is in Frisco here in Dallas. So they still operate, you know, they're still basically doing the same thing it's just we're slowly kind of integrating teams
1: are you owned by um a conglomerate
2: it's uh it's jab holdings is the is the company the private equity company behind it um, they have quite a bit of other um, like they have they do i think it's like another yeah. some other beverages and consumer product goods
1: other brands so how long have you been with dr pepper
2: it's been almost 8 years
1: And before that,
2: Uh, I was in the golf industry, actually, Uh, very random. I know I see the heads turn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I when I graduated, I wanted to work in sports. I just wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something with events, but in sports. And I interned for a golf tournament. Um, here it's called the Byron Nelson. It's actually here. It's, it's going to be here in a couple of weeks, but it's a PGA professional tournament. Um, and I managed all of the volunteers and planned some of their celebrity golf events. And then randomly just stayed in, in the golf industry. I kind of got recruited to stay in it. Um, so I went to work for Adams golf, which was a golf club manufacturing um, company. And when I tell you that I I literally got on Wikipedia and googled the the rules of golf before the interview (laughs) because I had no idea what they were going to ask me. Um, And yeah, so I got to plan a lot of their, um, you know, trade shows, uh, sales meetings, that kind of thing before I got the opportunity to come to Dr. Pupper.
1: Mm. I have a friend who does a lot of work for Callaway because they're up. Mm. Callaway, they spend. I'm very
2: familiar. Yeah, yeah.
1: And Rachel, Israel. I don't want that. I don't Weisman. want to. Whole... No, 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 no. Okay. I got you. Very funny. It could be. It could <laughs> be.
3: Sorry. I okay. had to continue. Sorry.
1: So Israel, what, how many years? Five years? Six years? Six and a half. And what were you doing there? (laughs) Why?
3: What were you doing there? Well, I had been on birthright before. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, like a 10-day trip to Israel. Um, And, you you know, the country is the size of New Jersey. And so I just kind of was intrigued by it after this 10-day trip that I did in college. Uh, And then my second semester of junior year, I went to Indiana University. I studied abroad at Tel Aviv. University. And it was basically like, here's our city, get to know it, love it, fall in love. And I absolutely did. Uh, The culture is so vibrant and welcoming. It's it's incredible. The best, I'm not even joking, the best food in the, I think, in the entire world. And so I was drawn to the culinary scene there. And so after I graduated from Indiana, Like many of us, who knows what they want to do? Um, I found a six month internship program where I worked at an intercontinental hotel, part of the IHG hotels, um, in banqueting. Six months turned into a full time job, and then the full time job turned into six and a half years later. However, throughout my time there, I worked at the hotel, I worked at a startup company in high tech, um, worked in various industries full circle back my last uh job there was the marketing manager at the intercontinental hotel and um truthfully my time there i kind of discovered my passion and skills for marketing and storytelling creative work and so tying that into hospitality i'm a very personable person and so how can i create a story and invite people to come to israel if you come to israel stay at this hotel um and you know i went with a friend of a friend didn't know many people. And so it kind of really allowed me to really immerse myself in the culture and just, uh, it's completely different than here in America. I'm actually, I've been back now for three, four years. Time is so confusing. And I'm still, there are days where I'm in a culture shock of being here now back in America. So, um,
0: did you want to come back? I mean, or did you, would it, mm? You, I mean, if you had the opportunity, <laughs> would you go back there? Totally,
3: totally. Yeah, no, honestly, it's it's interesting. When people ask me why I went and why did I come back, I'm, I'm not sure. There's not one specific reason. Uh, I came back. My family's here. My sister's in San Diego. My parents are in Chicago. Um, I miss it. It is so much of who I am today. Just everything about my experience there is, um, I really think I was a different person going there and leaving. Yes, to answer your question, if it was closer, um, I think I would stay. You know, it's a plane ride, so what's that? But um oh, I miss it every day. It's
4: absolutely, long absolutely, yeah.
1: So especially from- <laughs>
3: it's a little 12 hours, you especially know, short from quick from 12 hours.
1: Right. And that's if you go direct, which you know,
3: there, yeah, there,
1: right. <laughs> exactly, so, um, exactly. So, but you know, now that you're getting your master's degree. <laughs> and you are working for a marketing firm here do you think that if you went back to israel with with that cachet would would help and and elevate you in the market there
3: i do um you know, I think when I was there, the Israeli culture is very interesting. It's when you're training in a job, it's not so much handholding. You do something, you don't do it right, you have to figure it out yourself, which is good and bad. I say that I grew nails there. And so actually, a lot of the things that I learned there, I apply here. And I think it's maybe a bit uh, startling or confusing for some <laughs> companies here. So I'm actually, as I mentioned, like kind of adjusting and trying to find that happy medium, a hundred percent. I think there are so many things from the program, you know, in terms of strategy and processes, you know, if we're going to get technical and marketing, but leadership and how I approach people and things, I think, um, you know, it's less suit and tie over there. It's more just genuine. You know, if you don't like something, or if you do like something, express it in the moment um, to better you and better the company. And so here, I feel often things are beating around the bush or, you know, kind of said. um,
1: Or you need emotional intelligence.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, just, you know, say it how it is. You know, I I, um, respect and I encourage feedback. You know, it's the only way we're going to grow. And so there's, it's hard to say that. I think I will take things more like maybe strategy wise and totally be able to apply it there. But um, the confidence and just kind of, no BSing excuse my language um I got all from there and yeah
1: so so direct um so direct yeah you know and it's not to hurt your feelings it's just you know it's not right you know make it right
3: I remember when I was first there this is kind of off topic um I was shopping like it was probably like the first month I was in Israel and I went to the store and there was a skirt that I liked and I showed it to the sales lady and I wasn't speaking Hebrew at the time and I said you know Um, Do you have this in a different color or something? And she said to me, is that for you? And I said, yeah, and she looks at me and she's like, and she's shaking her head and she's like, not going to fit. And I was like, what? And I went into the dressing room. I tried it on. It looked terrible. And I was cracking up because I was like, in America, they'd be like, get it in orange, get it in purple, right, get it in every right, color. Right. And I was like, oh my god, that hurt, but that looked real bad. <laughs> like right. that did you. not look good, and that just stuck with me to this day. Like, you know, if a friend says, hey, should I wear it? Then I'm like, maybe a different dress. And then they get upset. I'm like, well, then don't ask me.
4: Right. You know?
1: <laughs> no, we we are in a society where you know I was thinking about when we were taking <sighs> we were taking the leadership that we. We live in a society where we are expected, people who own companies are expected to take care of their employees and nurture them and grow them and give them opportunities. And that's not the way it is everywhere in the world. And we have somebody on our staff from Beirut who joined us from Lebanon um, about a year ago, Sam. And a lot of um, his training is about um, his soft skills not being so direct and careful about how he expresses something because he doesn't mean anything. He doesn't mean any harm, but um, it's just the way that it's expressed, it's misunderstood
3: absolutely balancing getting that happy medium is something that i've improved on but when i first got back my sister's like you probably shouldn't say that i'm like but why you know?
4: it's, it's but, true, but... but
3: absolutely i think you know there is that you know swallow and just think before you talk sometimes is
0: you want to bring this up th- though because i i came across something um, interesting the other day that a friend of mine um was told by her boss that she they didn't that that her emails were were not nice and the only difference in how she the only difference from how she used to word things to how she started wording things is she stopped putting exclamation points she Mm -hmm. stopped using the word just you know i just want to make sure and she stopped using smiley faces that was the only difference her male boss came you know you need to you need to soften she started putting those things back in. That was the only change she made. And they came up and said, good job.
3: Wow. wow. So it's
0: It's interesting to hear you talk about that and then hear that. And I realized, oh, my gosh, I do that all the time.
3: Yeah, it's, that's interesting. It's natural.
0: It's hard. I've been trying to take those things out. And I went, oh, ooh, that, that doesn't feel right to me. But it, that was it was a little yeah. bit, I realized that's like, I think, you know, especially women, sometimes we acquiesce our authority by mm-hmm. doing that.
3: Yeah. And then it's like, is that questioning your personality? You know, that's me. I'm a very vibrant, you know, enthusiastic person. So some, you know, there's that line of like, well, do not want me to be myself. However, in a professional setting, I do think that, you know, there should be some guidelines. Um, you should tell your friend to download Grammarly.
4: <laughs>
3: it's the <laughs> best tool ever because was, it's and amazing.
0: She, she does use it that's the funny thing she oh life you know, yeah yeah she uses it it was just it was literally just taking a stop using yeah. the word just and a smiley face and that got her in trouble when she stopped using it
1: it's interesting because people just read into those messages yeah. ever however they do right totally. that's where you have to be careful is you know just how somebody is going to read it is how you mm-hmm. write it right and so yeah. it's just really hard to always keep that in mind when you just want to answer a damn email
2: right it's so like sad. a text you, you can't read into it too much you can't tell tone yeah. right. you know from reading exactly. which i will say i was laughing when you're talking about emails just because there is there is an email i'll get time to time and they always they you can tell if and it, it doesn't come across like they're upset, it's just urgent, but everything is in caps. <laughs> and that's when it's like, okay. You know, like yeah, you can tone it down a little. Yeah, yeah, you know, it'll be it'll be fine. Right. But and it that, is it is funny.
1: That is a common that's common knowledge though, right? I mean, we all right. understand that that's what caps mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. caps <songs>. lock. <laughs> you better put those smiley faces back in you
3: <laughs> Exactly. Did you do you guys use Grammarly? I think that was the best advice I do. from yeah. our first course. That was like, I use it on every, everything and anything that I write. 100%. I love Grammarly.
0: I love it. And I love it when it, it gives you the little faces and I'm like, well, what is frowny about that? And then I go <laughs> That's back
2: informative, and but. Change. It is.
0: It's great. You change a little word. Oh, there's a smiley face. Okay. That's I'm good. Better.
2: Yes. I will yes. tell you that has helped me tremendously in gaining alignment when it comes to communications, where in the past I had to maybe fight a little bit harder, um, with going back and forth, forth with changes. And instead of being like, okay, make sure, you know, obviously I have multiple people read communications to make sure different people are understanding the same thing. But if, when I say, oh, I've, you know, I've run it through Grammarly. There's yeah. a lot more trust. There's a lot more trust.
3: I do that too. I'm like, here's the final text. It's been Grammarly approved.
1: <laughs> We're ready to
3: go. Is this sponsored it, by Grammarly? It is now,
1: we should <laughs> it call it should. Them. Dan, right. Angela, make a make a note. Danielle, are you going to present this case to your uh to your superiors, this business case? Or is this something you're going to do?
2: I am. Um yeah, I I I think I am. I think it's just picking the right time to do it. Um You know, we're just, as everybody is, I feel like in this industry, we're shorthanded. You know, everyone's running around like a chicken with their head cut off. You know, I just came back yesterday from a program and I was already kicking off another one that launched today. And so it's, I definitely want to, it's just being cognizant of like the right time and environment for it to be received.
1: Yeah. That's timing is everything, isn't it? Definitely. So (laughs) Persistence.
2: Yes, you're right. Absolutely.
1: And you could keep collecting data if if you hit the wrong time. Just exactly. Keep data, right? Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So are,
1: you, are you a pepper?
2: I am. I always was. So it was just like a dream come true when I did. Um, and being able to get it for free was like a huge job perk, being able to drink it at
1: work. <laughs> Do you drink diet pepper or, um, or regular pepper?
2: I'm a regular, uh, but my current favorite is the um, uh, cream soda. Oh, the yeah. Diet the diet Dr. Pepper cream soda. It's the best.
1: I have to try that. Oh, it's I'm amazing. A, I'm a lover of it's cream soda. soda. You don't like cream I am, soda?
2: I
0: am too. I love cream soda. Oh, no, cream. I love it.
1: Soda.
2: If you're a lover of cream soda, this will be your new favorite drink. That. All right.
1: I have to try it. Um, how many flavors of pepper are there? <laughs>
2: You know, so there's doctor, there's regular diet, cherry. Um, Isn't there Well, is it, I don't know how many, flavors, I guess like there are different flavors, but they also have, you know, zero calorie versions. They right. actually just released a dark berry flavor, uh-huh. which um, if there's commercials running about that, where they actually got Barry Manilow to do oh, that's the funny. commercials to tie it in <laughs> about how you have to be a, a berry, you have to be named Barry to consume that's it. <laughs> Clever. yeah
1: i also love the commercials with what's his name is it justin
2: justin guarini little sweet.
1: yeah little sweet. those were genius commercials. <laughs> they yeah, do a very really yeah, a
2: great job
1: yeah cracked me up yeah <laughs> dr pepper's always had good commercials mm-hmm. and i can still sing oh, i'm a pepper he's oh. a pepper she's a pepper i mean that was like a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: oh yeah the 12 two and three
1: that's 12, when they two. always
2: say is 12, two, and three. Like if you're, that's when they would say to consume it, you know, like, oh, uh, Like, hours. yeah, yeah. Ah,
4: no, it was no, like no. in a lot
2: of the slogans back in the day, two and three, isn't oh. it's like 12, two and three. Uh, I have to look at it. I think I'm saying that wrong now. Now I'm going to get <laughs> fired.
3: <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm like, that's
4: kind of <laughs>
0: No, Dr. Pepper just got advertising. He,
3: they're loving you. <laughs> they're doing a lot of advertising here. What about that's Keurig. Did they give you a machine? Uh, they
4: did, yeah
2: <laughs>
3: I do, I've been I do. been waiting
2: to ask that. I do have a machine, yes. From them? I do. Uh, yeah, well, we, get, we have an employee discount, so we can nice. buy the machines, um, and then we can also get the pods. So I can buy coffee. We get a credit up to a certain amount to wow. spend every year, so I can just have it automatically shipped to me.
3: That is pretty great. nice. That's great.
1: It no, is. There's some hot beverage in that white space
2: now <laughs> yeah
0: I need you I to know. be my advocate Rachel I need you to just go hey are are you getting this she
2: right, needs this right. give her that yeah oh, yeah, yeah I right can. right I'm hiring I can you. make that happen I know I think I've <laughs> talked to Candy about that during our on-campus week was providing beverages or something like that for when we go back family in friends, December rate. a family yeah. friends rate. you get <laughs> I can <laughs> hook you up I can hook you up
1: I Did a, something for Second Cup, which is a coffee uh, brand in Canada. Probably about four or five years ago now, and they came to San Diego and brought so much coffee. I had it in my freezer for like a year. I was giving coffee out. I was like, "One bag of coffee." <laughs> I was feeling so good.
3: Uh huh. You were at coffee. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Salad have coffee yeah, on yeah. me.
0: Right? Anthony, did you say this to them here? First bag's free.
1: First bag's free. First bag's free. That's what I should have said. Dang yeah. it! I'm not good Second
3: that. cup is not.
1: Second cup is not. <laughs> Ms. marketer. There it how is. Genius. 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 How, long, how long have you been on this new job, Miss Rachel?
3: Uh, it is a couple months now. Very new. Very very new. Um, really enjoying it. And then you know, wish I feel like I don't know about you guys, but this course is definitely the most time consuming for me. <sighs> so it's like you know the fact that I can work from home is really helpful I'm like okay there's the timing as we talked about before is quite accurate right now I'm like wow this course is just taking a lot of my time and so yeah it's still new so it's a good you know integrate slowly slowly get in there
1: I definitely, definitely feel the same way, and I, I, it's hard for me to engage with the school on with school on Monday because I usually do my homework over the weekend. So Monday, I'm like, I can't. I have to take a break, and you know, yeah.
4: work,
1: you know, um, for that reason. Uh, Ra- uh, Danielle, did how did you do on the last test?
2: <laughs> um, wow. I actually, I know, so I actually got a, only got a three out of five, and I emailed her to debate. <laughs>
4: Good for you. <laughs> um
2: a few of the questions. Yeah. You know, I,
3: Did you well, miss I the mean
4: one? it was all was of them. Awesome.
3: How many questions are your guys' quizzes? They're five. Um,
4: Ours are
2: 15.
4: Cool. Oh, every
1: week.
2: They're slowly getting more and more.
1: Oh geez. I the last
2: it. two quizzes have been difficult for me. Just, well, the first one I probably went through too quickly because I was on site and I was trying to get it done. But it's hard. I think that they're a little vague.
1: A they lot of- are a little vague. I agree. And also, I think she's a little... um you know she's got one of those little trickster kinds of minds i think
2: a hundred percent yes it's, it's so? yes that's why no. i finally said something because the one question um there was it was asking oh it was it was the question about the decision matrix also being known as a creative right something form right. and i i selected false because in her lecture she actually addressed alternative names in her lecture and that was not one of them but in one of the readings right the very first line had you know six or seven different
4: right.
1: alternative
2: names that she didn't necessarily address so I felt like that could go
1: either but, way so now you know what she does right she picks something from each some piece of content so it's that's the only way to get it right. Yeah. I I
2: feel like I need to, in the, the first couple of quizzes were fine. I was making fives and then I feel like it's gotten trickier where now I need to use the full 30 minutes just to go back and make sure
1: that I'm approaching it
2: different ways.
1: So this last one, the first question had four possible answers and they were all right. And I only picked one because it didn't say pick all that are right so i just mm. picked one but they were all right so i only got 4.33
2: hey see i'm i you send her an email i think the more that we all do it maybe it will help it did you guys <laughs> also have to read this book
3: oh we, you can't see it
1: no uh, storytelling with data no no Might we're kind of we're reading something else we are reading and I really must say I have to catch up on this reading because oh, so your
3: quizzes aren't like it's over the
2: it's over the lectures and when we say readings, she has articles like links to oh, okay. multiple articles. Yeah, everyone. Well,
3: ours our courses are different. Fifteen to twenty questions. We have one hundred twenty minutes to complete them. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, okay. we have thirty minutes.
3: Yeah, it's very challenging for sure. Wow. Hmm.
1: Two hours for a test.
3: I mean, I don't take well, one of them it almost did, but you know, it's open book, whatever. But right. 15 20 questions is a lot.
1: And do you have to see every week? We also have to add to our, our business case, you have to do that as well every week,
3: as yeah, of- and also answer do a discussion and then answer right. to other people's as yeah. well. Yeah, that's
1: a lot. Yeah. yeah it's a lot this feels like a lot to me to finance Injury.
3: next now oh. we have
1: to put our slide deck together what's next
3: finance
1: finance and then our capstone
3: <gasps>
1: and our capstone
0: oh god I yeah just- one page Stressing them out anthony you're stressing them
3: out oh, oh the one people, page uh, is soon. Too. yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah just a, yeah but you know yeah. when we're you start seeing through, this today. we're halfway through we're happy we are through.
4: We when's are. The can't next, that. When's the
3: next spring break? Do we get another break? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great question. A
3: great that, that break was so nice. It was it so was nice. Short.
1: It was so short. Yeah, it was nice not to oh, have a
3: spring so... break. Yeah, we got we a one.
1: Week. We had a week well, that we didn't have to do homework.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, a, a week, which it was. It was everything, though. It was just it, nice it to great. not.
4: Mm-hmm were you
0: actually able to not do anything that's no because we had work yeah no but I mean no I know work but I meant for school were you actually able to not yeah it It was a a
2: clean break it was a clean break it was the end of one class and before the start of another so yeah no pre-work yeah that's nice it was it was so refreshing
1: have you read all of data story yet Danielle
2: I have not no
1: I mean, I was liking it until this last part with the verbs and the, I was like, what Like, what are you giving us an English lesson for? Yeah, (laughs) I was
2: trying to read it last week. And like you said, I think just, I, it was, I was like, no, I can't do this. I just need to wait until I could be like in a room by myself focusing on it.
0: Yeah. They didn't run it through Grammarly. That's the
2: problem. (laughs) They did not. (laughs) Wait, is it the same? It's not the same one we're reading.
1: No, we're reading a data story data story
3: storytelling with data
1: no data oh, story. it's
3: funny i'm reading storytelling with data it sounds the same same
1: thing different right yeah
2: 100 percent
1: it's right?
2: the same. very confusing
1: so um last question then um let's think what would i want to ask you as a last question um what's next for you danielle after this course ends what are you going to do oh, what are you hoping gosh
2: well, I mean, the first thing that I'm doing literally the week after is going on vacation with my family. Nice. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna do Mexico for nice. Christmas. We're we're finally all at the age where we're like, let's just do a trip and do memories instead of gifts. So right. I awesome. am looking forward to that. Oh gosh, honestly, I have I have no clue. Um, i obviously I'd really love to do more personal travel. Um, and I think I'm really open to just Um, maybe looking at getting outside of Texas. I've been here, you know, since I was born and yeah, I mean, getting to go to San Diego, meeting everyone and just hearing about everyone's different industries and their jobs, I think has just been really mind opening. Um, So yeah, I just would love to just kind of keep these relationships going and see where it takes me.
1: That's great. Thank you. Come anytime. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about it. Are you, so you and Rachel connect.
2: So we actually, I don't know. I, I didn't know if you did this on purpose. We were set up as buddies for on campus
1: week. Oh, I didn't at all. <laughs> yeah. You, guys, you guys set it up. Yeah. you. Yeah. W. I saw
2: her name. I was like, sign me up. Oh. So I knew I, I heard all about, you know, Israel and a lot of these stories. Like we talked about that the very first week and we really like bonded. We had a lot in common.
3: Yes. I knew about the golfer and her. <laughs>
1: What about golf for you, Rachel?
3: No golf. Racket Uh, sports is for me.
1: Pickleball or love pickle.
3: My mom is a pickleball aholic. Um, I love pickleball. Love tennis. Love anything with a racket. Love beach volleyball. Um, looking forward to that.
1: No racket in beach volleyball,
0: but it's a net. Anything, but it's a net.
3: Thank you, thank you. That's (laughs) what it is. I was like, there's got to be some correlation. Yes, anything with a net.
0: No, i you- just learned pickleball and it's so much fun isn't it awesome because i used to play tennis that was my that was my one sport
3: that's yeah it's all the ex-tennis players it's no, the last. Will,
1: will you play volley beach volleyball at black's beach
3: no at ocean beach
1: ocean beach okay because yes. they played at black's beach you know about black's beach is that the mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Nude
3: beach the <laughs> nude beach yeah 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 i play volleyball there uh-huh
1: well, they, they do have nude volleyball there. Oh boy! Yeah, Not for me. Play. Yeah, it's a bouncing yeah. affair. It's beautiful.
3: Yeah. Do you play? Do you play?
1: No, Fair? no,
3: I don't. Know. <laughs> he just observes. That was a fun fact. Yeah, he just observed
1: <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, is that quantitative or qualitative?
4: Yeah, <laughs> research is what I want
1: to know. Depends on what yeah. you're observing. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh boy.
1: So Rachel, what's next for you? So you just started a new thing. So I'm assuming that graduation won't lead to a new job, but one never knows.
3: Yeah, um, no, always keeping my options open. I'm waiting for Danielle to move to San Diego. Great. Um, But yeah, travel is definitely in mind. Um, I've been having a lot of weddings this year, so I've definitely traveled, which has been nice, but overwhelming because of school. So what's next is just to kind of like clear my mind for a second you know maybe um clock out you know get rid of social media for a little bit I actually uh got off of Instagram at the beginning of the school program and it felt so nice because it was just occupying a lot of time but yeah traveling and just you know self um care self-care
1: I like that don't you yeah self-care amen amen to that you need it in this business because you know it's it's a racket it's 24 7 it's crazy it's it's
3: I always never ending if, if we had to go into like the school like if school was in person you know that would be a totally different ball game right
1: especially at sdsu where it takes like time to find parking and then <laughs> half a mile to your you know
3: traffic like, oh my god right traffic,
1: be... right well, ladies thank you so much for joining us today it was really fun i knew it would be i knew it would be fun um give the people there back at htm our best over well yeah the members yeah. are say the hi
3: best. to my buddies
2: the MEmmers, for me
1: we sure yes,
2: will. thank you for having us this was fun
1: thank you for joining us so much danielle romero and rachel weissman not rachel israel <laughs> Rachel Weissman. <laughs>
3: This was awesome. Thank you. It was lovely
0: meeting you guys. I really appreciate you, it you well. Alex. Thank
1: you. So they were fun. They, they were, were a lot, lot of, fun. of fun. Yeah, it was really great. Dan- Danielle, I know a little bit better because she's in the MEM side, on the MEM side, whereas Rachel's on the HTM side I didn't even realize that Rachel lived right here in San Diego, so I want to slap my face right now. Boom. Not realizing that. I wanted to ask her where she lived, but then that would have been too much of a tangent. Uh, So um, yeah, that's it. That's it for SDSU on this Monday and this podcast. How are you feeling? Good.
0: Good. I had You know, it was Mother's Day yesterday and I had a delightful day, so I actually took an entire day off. No schooling, no studying, no anything, just spent it with my daughter
1: good for you good Mm -hmm. for you god bless and happy mother's day to you thank
0: you happy mother's day
1: you know i did want to talk a little bit today about the TSE experience that we had last last week Yeah. yeah we'll let that go for another podcast but um it was a very interesting uh time chairing the leadership lunch and i i really do want to share that but um for now, I think we should just let everybody go back to what they were doing before they turned us on and started listening and just quit and turn us off. And that is to say, we should say goodbye. So uh, why don't we just say, if you enjoyed listening to us, please give us five stars on Apple, on Spotify, please like us anywhere else, just tell your friends and be sure to keep listening. And if you have a comment or a question, go to bolotta.com, that's B-O-L-L-O-T-T-A.com. Look for the podcast tab and leave your question or concern right there. And now we say goodbye.
4: Bye. Say it louder. Bye, Alex. Bye. Bye, folks.
1: Stay engaging.